Junkies. It's another installment of the mid-range podcast presented by the junktable.wordpress.com. This is going to be this is going to be a predict a wild predictions podcast. Our first prediction is the Warriors are never going to lose a game. But we'll get into that. We have the usual suspects with us tonight. We have Bossman CT. What up CT? Good to be here. Uh Feeling good about uh, the Suns coming in strong tonight. Marquise Morris, who we hate, just hit a three. But we'll let him live tonight. Marquise, you're no Marcus. And we have Santa Fe Nate. Santa Fe, welcome. Hey. All right, well, so we're recording this on um, November 12th. It's a Thursday. And Steph just went off for a bazillion points. Roughly. Roughly a bazillion, give or take a trillion. Um, but really, he went. He scored 46 on 15 of 25 shooting. Uh, Connor, Connor, talk to us about the analytics of that, because, I mean, that just seems pretty efficient, and his uh, PER would be pretty high, but can we, can we get into that? You know, Al, some people might even think that he needs to shoot the ball more. Um, uh, yeah, I know that's not necessarily a popular opinion, but... The numbers seem to bear it out. You know, For all of you uh, fantasy basketball fantasy basketball nuts out there, I think he has a, uh, a player rater of twenty three. I think LeBron has a player rater of six right now. So LeBron's pretty good at basketball. So I think Steph is you know he's doing okay. Um, his PER is also thirty six point something, and it's probably going up. And thirty is more or less an MVP season. So. Do what you will with that. But, yeah, they're going to go 79-3 with two losses against the Bucks and one loss when Steve Kirk comes back. <laughs> Luke Walton shout-out. Um, you know, you know it's, 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 funny, it's funny you say that he should shoot more. Uh, a loyal listener of the podcast texted me tonight, and I'm not going to reveal who it is. He's a loyal listener. He, I mean... He 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 does he he gives us great feedback, but this is what he told me when watching Steph Curry. He says I can't stand watching him, him being Steph, and I'm like, why? Because he's amazing, and he goes, no, because he dribbles around for seventy percent of the shot clock, tries to draw ridiculous falling down three fouls, uh, he chucks them up and makes them because obviously he never misses, and then he shoots three four uh, three quarters of the time down the floor. Um, I'm going to request this listener to respectfully sit on a plunger because you cannot be more wrong on that take than than not, you already are. We're not like so well off with listeners that we should say like right. We have a, listening, but like, can we? <laughs> you got to take a stand. Well, I mean, I mean, I said respectfully, so that 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 has to be something. And we have so many listeners that if we lose one, then we'll just have six. So it's not that big of a deal. That's true. Hey, we had double digits on our Sunday pod. Yeah, Shut I mean, up. we're practically we're practically yeah, we're practically Bill Simmons. <laughs> but but I mean, we talked about watched more Steph Curry minutes this year than I've watched anybody else. Well, I mean, that's because they're the most exciting minutes in basketball it, right now. It's appointment television, like it actually is. Not, Every time he shoots it, I cannot believe when it doesn't go in. Like I feel like something had to have been wrong. Not to he got not. I mean, 
well, not to bring it back, but to bring it back to my wonderful blog on his spirit song. What he's doing right now is like what Beethoven did in composing. I mean, it's never been it's never been seen before, but it's just so it's just so joyful and just, just so fun to to watch that that we need to appreciate it in the moment. You know, something special's happening. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know what? Well, you know what? Ferris, you know what? Ferris Bueller said. You know what Ferris Bueller said. Life moves uh, by you pretty quick. Movie. Better stop. You better stop and take a look around or whatever. That's what you had to do. <laughs> you had, that's that's what you had to do with Steph's game. Oh no! That it, it's life moves. Life moves by you pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you might miss it. That I mean, that's that's the epitome of that's a that's a Steph that's a Steph Curry spirit quote. <laughs> that's the next that might be the next blog topic <laughs> rom-com rom-com like quotes all the players you've used <laughs> rom-com it's quotes always Steph Curry or Russell Westbrook <laughs> just spirit something or or D'Angelo Russell being dead which he still is <laughs> which he still is because they're down by 40 in the fourth and Byron Scott re- still refuses to play him um also a new there's also a Steph Curry 2.0 in the league aka Boogie Cousins. He was shooting transition threes last night. So you know how I feel about transition threes, but I also love Boogie. Boogie's got in the gym range. <laughs> Boogie Boogie's like those fake LeBron commercials when he's like shooting you from like full court like no problem. Oh, yeah, I remember those. <laughs> And that that's Boogie's range right now. As soon as he pulls into the player parking lot, he's in range. Did he have four? I think he was four or five. Jeez. The crowd was going bananas. That crowd should enjoy it because he's going to be gone. Because, because let's go Boogie trades. Good topic. Good topic. All right. The Simmons favorite. That's an A-plus transition there. Well, I mean, I'm pretty good at training. I didn't want to, I didn't want to pat myself on the back too much. I felt like I did that too much last podcast, but I mean, I'm getting the hang of this thing. <laughs> I'll say it right now: I would not trade Al for Boogie Cousins. I mean, the podcast would definitely suffer. You would what? <laughs> I said I wouldn't trade Al for Boogie Cousins straight up. <laughs> we might get more listeners, but quality will go down. I'm pretty sure. It's true, it. But Al's our glue guy. Bit. Al's our glue guy. Oh yeah. He like just holds everything together. Fall apart without him. I'm the director of morale. <laughs> so, All right, would you trade the Nets' number one pick for Boogie Cousins along with some like Jay Crowder and so, salary? Bucket? So for the NBA literate out here, Boston has the Nets' uh, unprotected first round pick, which the Nets stink. So it's going to be the first. It has a chance. It will have a twenty-five percent chance to be the number one overall pick. So let's say the number one overall, pretty much, and Jay Crowder for Boogie Cousins. Wouldn't they probably have to some other. Uh, they'll probably have to throw. They'll probably have to throw some some scraps on the pile for salary reasons. Hey, David Lee's a champion. <laughs> that he is. You can't. You can't put a price tag on that. 
So, like I said, some scraps on the pile. <laughs> um, gosh. I, I, I think I'd, I, I think, I think I would do it. I would. Boogie, Boogie's yeah. a top ten player in the league. You don't know if you're going to get a top ten player in the league at, even at number one. And he hasn't had any coaching st- or organizational stability, and you put him with the Celtics with Stevens, the president. I feel he would be a monster. I would probably do it, but when you look at, I get, I guess I would de- in years pla- in years past, I would think of like the salary, like how how important like cheap rookie deals are. Every um, every deal is cheap in two years. Because uh, like, I think that would make me say absolutely, I would do it. I need more. I need analytics on the matter. CT, what do you have? <laughs> the only analytics that matter with Boogie are that you can just yell Boogie whenever you want, <laughs> and you just do it. Celtics Boogie. Plus, they still have the Nets like or next couple picks. Yeah. To say doesn't work out, it's like, oh no, what do we do with these? Five other draft picks from the worst team in the league that we already have. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I, right. I mean, as Simmons would say, as Simmons would say, who says no? Who says no? <laughs> well, I, I think the Kings say no right now until they get like an indication that Boogie's gone. Like I, I think every move they've made has been to try to keep him happy in there, well, and then, it's just not. Well, then they'll have to fire George Carl, which we'll get into. Did he explode at George Carl? Yeah, he apparently like cussed him out, and then they had like a players only meeting. <laughs> this is this is our players only meeting, by the way. I was just that's what we should have called this podcast. Ooh, ooh, time out, time out, re- rewind it. Welcome, welcome to the welcome to the mid range uh, podcast presented by the Junk Table WordPress dot com. This is a players only pod. Yeah, wait. <laughs> <laughs> That was me rewinding. Um, no, yeah, there's there's nothing good about a players only meeting, right? You ever have a players only meeting in high school after maybe a losing streak? <laughs> um, no, I think the Kings say no right now. We talked about this in a previous pod too. Them drafting Willie Trill, like, was to like. That was a move to try to keep Demarcus happy, wasn't it? Like he wanted to play with the center, and that's why they tried to sign uh, Tyson Chandler. Every move they've made has been to try to keep him happy. So I say, I think they say no right now. All right, we'll keep that one in the bag until uh, mid-season at the trade deadline when the Kings when, are on their. We'll, we'll keep that one in the bag at mid-season at the trade deadline when the Kings say yes and the T Wolves are in the playoffs and Nate's just wrong on everything. Bradley Beal and Gortat for the books. Uh, I like you still. So I don't know who always says it, but like who gets the best player? But I feel like any trade involving Boogie is most likely he's going to be the best player. So the other team's going to be getting the best player. Beal's always hurt. I would definitely do it. Actually, I would definitely. If I was the Wizards, absolutely. And you then got Otto Porter coming up. Yeah. Are you still him. going? At, are you still going after KD in free agency? 
Give me DC Boogie. Um, I mean, I just like the thought of Boogie getting out of Sacramento, so I'll pretty much say yes to any of these trades. Yeah, that's true. Like, Greg Monroe. (laughs) Greg Monroe, Marcus Morris, Reggie Jackson for Boogie. (laughs) Who says no? Who says no? How far do we rewind? Because I'm pretty sure Greg Monroe is on the books. Yeah, wait, wait, how far do we... Yeah, Andre Drummond... I was like, wait, Greg Monroe, Reggie Jackson, like, wait. It would be a, it would be a three team. It would be a three team deal. Bucks get Bucks get nobody. That's what they would do, like, and get like a second rounder. <laughs> they would, or get Grievous Vasquez. By the way, Grievous Vasquez is shooting thirteen percent from three, so he can still be grabbing enough pine for a forest right now. Did his percentage go up after last game? Yeah, because it was I think it was like seven percent before last game. <laughs> um Alright, wait, I got, we got one more trade. We got one okay. more trade. What about uh who says no? Otto Porter and Kelly Oubre for Carmelo. Ooh. Has Kelly has, has Kelly Oubre no. even played yet this year? I doubt it, but he his hasn't. hair is bad and he's the first round pick. He hasn't. The Knicks say no. Alright. I don't know. I think... I, well, they would have wait, to at t- least wait, get one blue chip. Wait, time out. Did Boogie just turn into Carmelo in our Boogie possible trades segment? I think he did. <laughs> okay. They're like the same player. <laughs> wait, I feel, like, I feel like they would try to get more for Melo. Like, right. like somebody that... Obviously... Maybe, unless they think Otto Porter's really good, but I don't. I don't think. I think they try to get picks. Okay, we'll throw throw a first in there then, and just sweeten the pot a little bit. Mm-hmm. Sprinkles, sprinkles some draft picks. I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make a prediction that Mel that Mel is gonna be yeah. in Miami. You and every other person that made a prediction pre before that season started. Exactly. <laughs> I just wanted. I just wanted. I just wanted documentation on our podcast. <laughs> that was a that was a know how special. <laughs> That's smart. That's smart right there. I think. I think you're right. I don't necessarily disagree. I really just hope he doesn't go to the Bulls. Honestly. Mm, yeah. I wanted them to sign him in free agent. I talked myself so into it. Such a spin zone job. I think. I think I'm you. Just... I think you avoided a. I think you avoided one there. He's on my oh, fan. He's I... on. He's on my fantasy team, so I know that he's the probably tied for last and least efficient player on the planet. I, I know, but he's also. I don't. The the Knicks are actually better when he's not on the court. Yeah, that but is like, true. What the Bulls needed was a go-to scorer, but now that they got rid of Tibbs, it's like no thanks. But if they still had him, where they were um, a top defensive team, and then they had a guy that they could go to, say Jimmy to score, Derek to score, and then this is all hypothetical. Ju- I need to get away from this. This was a dark time in my life. I'm just reliving it. What's really happening is Melo is getting in Godzingus's way, dude. Porzingis. Like, I love that guy. He goes by Godzilla on this pod. What about what about what about K pop? 
<laughs> I don't hate it. I feel it. like that's got some potential. I don't hate it. He becomes it. a jump shooter. Yeah. We just have we just have to hope he doesn't break his foot like all other seven three players have. True. Um, yeah, I think he's a monster. I think this is pretty much a good time to just go into a random predictions segment since we're pretty much already doing that. Random prediction. I don't even. Let's random take prediction. Scott, they replace him with Scotty Brooks, maybe Thibs. Byron, just spitballing right now. Ooh, Byron Scott out. Tibbs or Scotty Brooks in. Byron Scott is the worst, the worst coach. Or is he the Dark Knight? <laughs> like he stays, he stays through the season so he can get the pick. Wait, did we do our conspiracy theory podcast yet? Did we talk about how Byron Scott's the Dark Knight? Foreshadowing. I don't think we have. I think we're saving that for a potential vlog down the line. So, yeah, let's save that. Let's save that. that. There's a little tease. That's what we in the business call a tease. Yeah. But Byron Scott is the hero. Not not the hero they need right now, but the hero they deserve. Is that right? No, not the hero That's they deserve, right. but the hero they need if they want the third. If they want the third pick, or <laughs> if they want their top three pick. All right, let's. We'll, we'll change the subject. So Byron's out because he's awful. Yeah. And and who's uh, who's sitting out there on the on the coach waiver wire? Your boy, well, your your former any, like, your uh, former boy Tibbs and Scotty Brooks. Do do they have? I feel like they wouldn't bring one of those guys in mid season though, right? No. Like it's I, who do end, they have? Do end any, of the year. Do they have any top assistants? That's an awful question. None of us know that. <laughs> Do we care? No, because it's not going to be any of them. You know, you know who what if could, it's like you know who could be. What if it's like Bob Dockray? You know who like could be player coach, possible co- possible coach of the year, Luke Walton, former Laker, former Laker great. It's that he he releases like a coming home special <laughs> on Sports Illustrated. First first time a coach ever has a. <laughs> First time a coach ever <laughs> announces that he's coming home. <laughs> um, but he, he doesn't mention the uh, like graphic, and then it winds up getting traded to the Warriors to go first. <laughs> oh my god! Um, random prediction: Who is going to be Rookie of the Year? It's going to be Towns. Yeah, yeah, Towns. Are- I mean, Towns might be an all-star. Dark horse, yeah. No. That's just too good right now. Yeah, because he would have to get a forward spot. I think it's a second spot. Yeah, front court. Huh? Front court is the technical. Oh, Uh, oh, I'm sorry. We we try and be accurate here at the mid-range. I'm just saying. Um, it's not outside the realm of possibility. I would say, just like, just I like would the two wolves being in the playoffs. Uh, I would say Towns, and my dark horse, but it's not really a dark horse because I think he was the preseason favorite. Would be Ja. Yeah. Just because he's going to just keep getting numbers. Yeah, and that's he's really gonna have, he's going to have twenty five shots a game. Yep. No, it's I, like I agree. I'm not it's like it's, it's like just, death. T- it's like death taxes. Seventy sixers have 
the rookie of the year can, uh, candidate. <laughs> yeah. But their team's and awful. win twelve games. Yeah. <laughs> win 12 games and then draft the next rookie of the year candidate and trade the other one. Um, yeah. Random prediction. Right, let's, let's make a... Let's, let's predict who we think is going to make the all-star teams. Oh. <sighs> so Which how many, how many spots are there? 12? It's 12. So it's the five fan votes and then might be eight coaches picks. Eight or seven. Yeah, they might do 15. Anyway, we'll do 12. Okay. Look it up. We'll use the internet. Yeah, what? maybe we should research this topic. We're not prepared or anything. Come on. <laughs> um, Let's start with the East. That's probably easier. Oh, yeah, that's probably, that's probably easier. Braun Braun. Okay, are we sure, though? <laughs> okay. Um, I skinny Kyle Lowry, point guard. I don't remember though the fans get to vote for starters, so yeah. So I don't know if Kyle so, has the uh, well, yeah, then has backcourt because so like the fan the fans vote, so it's always like Bron Bron, D Wade, Chris Bosh. Um. Mallow. Mallow. Mallow's always in there. Who's the... Kyrie again. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, th- I mean, that's so Kyrie dumb. Because he's not even going to play before the All-Star game. There's no way he makes it. No, he'll get voted in, I mean, but then somebody else is going to take a spot. He'll get voted in, but somebody will take a spot. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure Yao Ming yeah. still receives votes. <laughs> What if, like, Vladi gets voted in in the he West? Should. He should. You know, you know, no, you know, Vladi should do is the shootout, the shootout on the Saturday night. He can, he can be the oh, mid. He can, be, he could be at the mid range spot. Yeah. <laughs> we would have to cover. We have to get tickets. You're you're buying right, Connor. It's a work expense. You can just write that off. Yeah, I think. <laughs> Where is the All-Star game this year? Is it in Toronto? Good question. Again, with the research that we don't do. Uh, hey, hey Stat Boy, get on that. I listen. I'm going to guess I'm gonna guess Air Canada Center if I had to say one and not based on my Google screen at all. <sighs> I thought so. I, you guys listen to the starters at all? Who? No, I would like to occasionally if I could. You should download their podcast. Uh, unpaid sponsorship here. Because it's right. like they, they do a show four days, like Monday through Thursday, and it's only like a 22-minute pod. So it's like a really quick, I just listen to it in the morning. But they're all like Canadian. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's like, but that's why I thought I knew that it was in Canada. We should stick uh, to the task at hand and try to predict the East All-Star team. What? I said we should try to stick to the task at hand and predict the East All Star team. Um, maybe. What, does Brooke Lopez make it? No. No, Nat makes it. No, Nets. Nets are out. We've already talked too much about the Nets on this podcast this season. 
Wait, how are the Pisties just not the whole All Star team? Drummond <laughs> so gets dropping. Drummond gets in as a reserve for sure. That's about yeah. it. That's about it from the. Even even though we love Marcus Morris on this pod, I don't think he gets voted or he gets a reserve in the All Star game. Has Reggie Jackson been playing like super well? He had forty the other night, so I guess he's been playing okay. Um, Paul, a sneaky, a sneaky fan favorite could be Paul George. Oh yeah, no. he should be a starter. He might John start over. Wall. Yeah, Wall. John Wall will be on there. Bradley Beal will probably be a reserve. Yeah, he's playing well. Um, Hawks probably have to have one or two. Yeah, Teague. Teague. Teague is averaging twenty-two. Four and five with a steal. Who is that? He's definitely an all-star. That's Reggie Jackson. 21, four and five, and one steal. Yeah, well, who's he going to get in over? Dennis Schroeder? I don't think he's oh, going to be an all-star. I mean, from the, from the Hawks, it'll probably be either Teague or Horford. And Millsap's having the best or season. Mills, yeah, and Millsap. Sorry, sorry, Paul Millsap. Didn't mean to offend you for leaving you out there. Shouts to Paul. Oh, Kevin Lovell might get in. Yeah. And vote. So fucking Wait, so we just listed like 25 people. Yeah, but... Oh, that... we know. We got a lot up here. Are we, are we leaving all of our favorite bucks okay. out? Oh, Giannis has got to be in. I think, I think the Bucks might be regulated to the skills challenges beforehand. <laughs> um, it's like Michael Carter-Williams is on pace for like a record, but then like misses the layup. Anybody from, <laughs> anybody from the Juice going to get in? Certain Ooh. sources really like Vucci Main. Yeah, Vooch. But I feel like if, if, it depends. I think if they are above 500 at the All-Star break, then I'd say yes. But if they're struggling, I'd say no. Hard-hitting hard hard analysis. Um, and nobody from the Sixers is probably going to get on. Nah. So, I mean... Not a chance. I think I think the East is pr- pretty much the same All Star team as it has been for the past five years. Just a year older, yeah, yeah. Like that would maybe be a better exercise. Who's in it that wasn't? I can't think of anyone. Right, because all the old guys that you list, you're like, okay, yeah, but I mean, he'll probably get in via fan. Like Rooch would be the one. If Vooch would be the one that, like, would make it, right? Yeah. All right, let's go to the West. Um, what let's about go, the West? Let's go to the West quickly. Eric Bledsoe. Shut up about Eric Bledsoe. Come on. Love think Eric Bledsoe. Think about the starting lineup that they should have. You'd have Anthony Davis, Boogie, KD, Westbrook, and Steph. Is <laughs> that the most disgusting Disgusting lineup possible, and then Harden is six men. <laughs> oh, 
That is absolutely they, that is absolutely they, terrifying. Is that right. the We're batting on the West in the All Star game. Lock it in right now. Oh yeah, I think so. What's We're what are we gonna what are we gonna bet on in the over on the West? I actually don't want to speculate on the West All Star team after that possible starting lineup plus six man. There's just too many. That is bonkers. What's the over under for um, the All Star game? Six hundred. Probably like three thirty. <laughs> yeah, I think we should. All just... I do is shoot threes. Oh yeah, that's true. Um. Uh, do the fans? But do Damian. the fans? But do the fans vote in Tim Duncan for one last time? No, but do they vote in Kobe? Obviously. <laughs> yes. God. They voted Kobe just to be the stooge of everything. So I'm we can, so sick so of we can get some Kobe All-Star Game three-point air balls. That would be incredible. Like, after three <laughs> pumps, I'll let the defender get in his face. <laughs> um, and Kawhi will be in there. Kawhi, Damian Lillard. Yeah, um... The, the thing, about, the thing is that fuckboy, that that fuckboy Chris Paul will probably get voted in as a as a starter. No, he won't. No one's gonna pick him over Steph or Westbrook. We hadn't even mentioned Blake or CP3 or, yet, or or Eric Bledsoe. Can I just okay. say that he probably won't? But I but I'm fearful that Chris Paul is gonna get voted in as a as a starter, and it'll ruin my year. Yeah, I don't. No, there's no way Steph's like he was. He was the number one vote getter in the All Star game last year. And plus, when his um, plus when his team goes eighty and two this year, he's. I mean, he's going to be halfway there during the All Star game, so people are going to recognize. Clay Thompson. Ah. If Steph would just stop shooting so much. Right. As a he hasn't list- had a good start. Yeah, as a listener would request, Steph needs to stop shooting so Clay Thompson can get his buckets for his fantasy team. So Harrison Barnes can can shoot more. Hey, Harry Barnes is having a pretty good year. I I, I was just, but would you rather have him shooting than Steph? No, I'd rather have Steph take eighty-seven shots a game. I would rather have Steph like kick a ball up with his left big toe from eighty-two. That's true. Long shot with your foot. But I mean, and not even a foot, a toe. Like, I just I just think he can do it. Like, if you're giving him his whole foot, then he's going to shoot like 80% from there. But back, Good point. But back to the West All-Stars, no Grizzlies going to get in because they stink. Gasol, he hasn't been having a very good year. Yeah, because they stink. They might need a center, though. We, I mean, would you rather have DeAndre? I don't think so. Ugh. Mark Gasol is Ugh. averaging. Don't get me started on DeAndre. Was he averaging? 14 and 6. Woof. And 3. Yeah, that's not good. In 31 minutes, too. Like, that's not good. I'm telling you, they're going to be sellers. I think, I, think he was hurt. I think he was hurt at the beginning of the year, though, a little bit. Don't make excuses for him. They stink. His last three games, 13-10, 18-7, 26-7. But 
but his first few were off. So, like, he's gotten progressively. I'm not saying the Grizzlies are good, but he's gotten better. I think he was hurt a little bit at the beginning of the year. They're going to be seller. They're going yeah, to be sellers at the trade deadline. Been dealing with the neck injury is what it says. More like dealing with the head injury. Yeah, I got it. Because it's between his ears. His problems are his problems are between his ears. He's on my first place fantasy team. I gotta defend him. He stinks. What? He stinks just like his team stinks. Um. I mean, a sneaky, sneaky possible multi selection for the twelfth man that doesn't play except for five minutes in the second quarter. The Sam Decker. Uh, The Sam Decker. I call that. I call that the Sam Decker spot. But go ahead. Sir. I was gonna say Derek Favors having a sneaky good year. He's on my uh, fantasy. man, he's only averaging fifteen points. He's on my fantasy what about, team. He's, Gordon, he's a stat stuffer. Gordon Hayward. He's on fantasy. He's yeah. on. No all- one on the Jazz. No one on the Jazz is having a good statistical year, really, just because they play so slow. Yeah. But record-wise, they're doing pretty good, and they're just murdering people on the defensive end. The All Star. Um, Aside from last night. The all-star team Gordon Hayward's on is the hair all-star team. Oh, agreed. Easy. He does have great flow. Is is that the the hairstyle that Max is trying to emulate? Ugh. Who knows what Max is doing? His wife makes him do everything. It's just disgusting. Think (laughs) think independently for me one time, bro. Go put on your face cream. Uh, I think uh, we're <laughs> we're running a little bit long, so I think it's time for us to say. All right, ladies on the bench.